What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in this video, I'm gonna be going through my week eight start sits at the quarterback position, going through every single week eight matchup, talking about every single starting quarterback, and then just going through whether or not I would be trusting them in my lineup. So either a start, sit, or a fringe option, which are basically just like low end starts. Before I get into the first matchup, if you guys have any fantasy questions, you can drop those down below. I'll respond back to every single person and then just do me a huge favor and hit that like button. But let's jump right into the Thursday night matchup where we have the Ravens taking on the Buccaneers. Now for the Ravens, we have seen Lamar Jackson cool off a little bit, had a really hot start to the season. I still think he's someone we're firing into our lineups as a high-end QB1. Then for the Buccaneers, I have uh, downgraded Tom Brady to a fringe option here. You know, like we can just say this is a fluke. He's going to bounce back. Last two weeks for Brady, 13.7 points, 11.7 points. I think at this point in the season, this offense is broken. I mean, they even asked Brady in like the uh, midweek interviews if he's expecting like a big turnaround this week. And he took a long pause before he answered. And it was basically just like, we have to execute. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen the clips of uh, Byron Lefwich when he's kind of talked about the EPA on their first down runs versus first down pass attempts. Like the dude's laughing at the reporter asking it to him when it's a totally viable question. And, you know, a big reason why their offense is struggling. So I don't think we can just, you know, assume this is going to get better, especially on a short week against the Ravens. I think they're going to get it together at some point in the season, but my bet is not here uh, on Thursday night. So Brady's a fringe option. I think he's definitely not someone who's an auto start anymore. I'm still all in on Evans and Godwin. I think Fournette's a really strong play, but for Brady, if you have a better option, I would not be opposed to, uh, you know, swapping them out. Now moving over to Sunday, we have the early game between the Broncos and the Jaguars. For the Broncos, I mean, no surprise here, whether it's Russ or the backup, both these guys are going to be sits. Then for the Jaguars, I think in a normal matchup or even a plus matchup, I could see an argument being made for Trevor Lawrence to be a fringe or maybe even a start option. He's put up really solid production in the last two weeks, 24.9, 18.7 points, averaging 16.7 points per game on the season. This is just a really, really tough matchup. For as bad as the Broncos offense has been, the defense has been pretty locked down. So I think this is a very tough matchup for Lawrence. It's probably gonna be a lower scoring game and I wouldn't be trusting him in my lineup this week. Then in a very ugly matchup, we have the Panthers taking on the Falcons. I don't think we can start PJ Walker, not even close to being viable. Marcus Mariota is someone who I thought would have, you know, bye week upside. I just can't see it. The passing volume is so, so low. You're just banking on him having a big rushing day and then rushing in one or two touchdowns. And that's just not something I want to be betting on here. It is unfortunate though, because, you know, we have these strong weapons, Pitts, Drake, London. I've talked about it a million times, just not being supported in this offense. Now, moving over to an interesting matchup here, QB wise, with the Bears taking on the Cowboys. So for the Bears, I actually have Justin Fields here listed as a fringe start. I think this is the first time he's, you know, not been in the uh, sit category. And this is even in a pretty tough matchup against the Cowboys. They've allowed the fourth fewest points per game allowed to the quarterbacks. But if we just look at Justin Fields last three weeks, 17 points, 18.4 points, 23.4 points. And then more specifically, the last two games, he has 26 total rush attempts, 170 total rushing yards over those last two weeks. I think we saw this Bears offense turn a corner against the Patriots. They were giving Fields a ton of designed runs. 
And even though the Cowboys defense has been pretty locked down to quarterbacks, we're not really expecting Fields to give you massive production with his arm. I feel like, you know, a rushing quarterback is a little more, you know, like matchup proof against these tough defenses. Not saying that Fields is going to go out and have a huge passing day, but he can go out, throw for 100 yards and still give you 80 and a touchdown on the ground. And he will still, you know, give you solid startable production. So he is going to be a fringe start for me. On the other side with the Cowboys, we have Dak Prescott, who had his first game back, really didn't do anything crazy. I was expecting a much bigger performance against the Lions. He's not someone I'm fading off of. I still think he's going to be a solid start. Now, he's not in that like QB6, QB7 territory, definitely more QB9, QB10, somewhere in there. But I do think you can trust him this week against the Bears. Then we have the Dolphins taking on the Lions. I think Tua is a strong start this week, a really solid matchup here against the Lions defense. And then for Jared Goff, just looking at his season so far, he had a really hot start through four games, was averaging 22.2 points per game. And then these last two weeks, he's just tanked uh, less than six points in both of those games. This past week, I think he had like 1.5 total points. So just a massive bust in your lineup the last two weeks but I do still have them listed as a fringe play here. The Dolphins have allowed the fifth most points to the quarterback position. And when we're looking at these games where Goff has busted, the first one, we had Amon Ra like halfway coming back from his ankle injury where he's super limited playing like around half the snaps. And then we had DeAndre Swift out. And then this past week, we have Amon Ra leave the concussion very early on. So I'm not going to be expecting, you know, solid production out of Goff when his weapons are hurt. It turns out that Amon Ra actually does not have a concussion, so he will be good to go on Sunday. We'll see about Swift, but I think, you know, even if just Amon Ra is playing, I think Jared Goff is a solid fringe option this week. Now, moving into the Cardinals-Vikings matchup, I think both of these quarterbacks are very fantasy relevant. Kyler is a mid-tier QB1. Kirk Cousins is more of a back-end QB1, a safer option, but still someone I like in my lineup. Then we have the Raiders taking on the Saints, and I have Derek Carr here listed as a start. Now, I will say that if Darren Waller is out again this week, I would probably bump Derek Carr down to a fringe option. I think he does kind of take a fall off without having another stud weapon in there. So if Waller is out, I'm a little more iffy on him. If Waller's in, I do think he's a solid, probably top 10 play this week. On the other side with the Saints, whether it's Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston, I'm just not going to be interested in either of those guys. Then we have a divisional matchup between the Patriots and the Jets. For the Patriots, I mean, this quarterback situation is really strange. Coming into the season, you have the guy, Mac Jones, probably the uh, best performer of the rookies last season. You think he's going to be the quarterback of the future. You know, he misses a few games. Zappi plays well. They end up benching him on Monday Night Football. It's a tough situation. Like, I feel like Bill Belichick just kind of created this mess where it's like, if you're going to bench Mac in that spot, you know, basically turn the entire stadium against him, you kind of got to be sure that Bailey Zappi is going to be that guy moving forward because I just don't know how they move forward. I don't think it's been announced what quarterback they're going to roll with. I mean, he's probably going to keep it uh, pretty close to the vest. But regardless, for fantasy purposes, we're not starting either of these guys, especially against a tough Jets defense. And then on the other side of the Jets, cannot be starting uh, Zach Wilson. I will say they may go a little more pass heavy, rely on Wilson a little bit with Brees Hall out. But I mean, he's not someone I'm you know, going to be taking a shot on here in potentially a new role, especially when we don't even know if we can trust the player. I mean, we may know that we actually cannot trust him. So that's the issue there with Zach Wilson. Then we have the Steelers taking on the Eagles. For the Steelers, I think Kenny Pickett's a pretty clear sit. 
hasn't exactly lit up the stat sheet, especially for fantasy purposes so far this season. For the Eagles, pretty clear start here for Jalen Hurts, a high-end QB1 rest of season. Then in a gross quarterback matchup, the Titans taking on the Texans. Ryan Tannehill is definitely a sit. And then Davis Mills is most definitely a sit for the Texans. Unfortunately for Texans fans, Mills really hasn't taken any of a jump this year in his uh, second season as the starter. Then we have the Commanders taking on the Colts, another really bad quarterback matchup. For the Commanders, sitting Taylor Heineke. I actually like Heineke for the weapons, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, but I mean on his own, definitely not someone I want to be playing. And then on the other side, Sam Ellinger is definitely going to be a sit. They're benching Matt Ryan. Not really sure what's going on here. Like, is this a tank situation? If there are any Colts fans out there, you know, who have the inside scoop, is this like a full-on tank they're having? Or do they think Ellinger's the better guy? Regardless, he's definitely going to be a sit this week. Then we have a divisional matchup between the 49ers and the Rams. And I'm listing Jimmy Garoppolo as a fringe play. He's been a solid producer the last three weeks. Nothing crazy. 18 points, 16.9 points, 16.3. But when we're looking at these weapons, this should be CMC pretty close to, you know, 100% of his future workload. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. Even in a tough matchup, I think Jimmy G has enough around him to support him to like a QB 13, QB 14, QB 15 finish, which is where he comes into play as a fringe option. On the other side with the Rams, we cannot be starting Matthew Stafford. He has been pretty miserable to start off the season. Then we have the Giants taking on the Seahawks. And I actually think both of these quarterbacks probably coming into the season, no one thought they'd be fantasy relevant. I think here in week eight, they're both solid fringe plays. For Daniel Jones, he's averaging 17 points per game on the season. He's shown some really solid rushing upside, 49 yards per game, 8.3 carries per game. This is also a slightly plus matchup against the Seahawks. So I think Daniel Jones can be a nice play. He is losing his uh, tight end one, which is unfortunate, Daniel Bellinger. But I mean, he's been getting it done all season with uh, lackluster weapons. On the other side for the Seahawks, right now, Geno Smith has balled out to start off the season. He's the quarterback seven in points per game. I'm a little more skeptical about him moving forward without DK Metcalf. I know Metcalf gets hurt, and then you have Marquise Goodwin come out, catch two touchdown passes. I think this is a huge loss for that Seahawks offense moving forward. This is a pretty neutral matchup against the Giants, middle of the pack in terms of points allowed to the quarterback position. So I'm not, you know, putting Geno as my quarterback seven, quarterback eight with the loss of Metcalf, but I still think he can slot in somewhere 11, 12, 13, somewhere in that range. And then on Sunday night football, we have the Packers taking on the Bills. For the Packers, Aaron Rodgers has got to be a sit, just has not been getting it done for fantasy. Kind of a tough situation, kind of similar to uh, Brady. I guess similar in the sense that they're both playing still semi-well, and I don't think it's their specific problems, but they're just not getting it done for fantasy. Obviously, A-Rod, I think the coaching is solid around him. I just think the offense has no weapons. For Brady, the coaching is, you know, horrible but he has the weapons. So different in that sense. But in terms of, I think they're still both very strong quarterbacks and just underperforming fantasy wise. On the other side with the Bills, obviously Josh Allen is being fired up as a high-end QB1, probably the QB1 overall. And then Monday night football, Halloween night, we have the Bengals taking on the Browns. Joe Burrow has been balling out, continue to fire him up as a very strong play. And then on the other side, continue to sit Jacoby Brissett. So that is going to be every single week eight matchup. If you guys enjoyed the video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, check out my other start sits. I posted the running backs and wide receivers yesterday. 
tight ends will be up today. As always, thank you for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.